0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramiya Amazin, and this is Kelly and Ramiya.
1: Over on AMI Audio, folks, take some time this weekend. Catch the Pulse this Saturday and Sunday at two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific time. Excellent show this week. Emergency preparedness for people with uh, disabilities with Caitlin Lowe of Dalhousie University, as they get into that conversation this Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, over on AMI-audio. Also, The Pulse is available on YouTube and, of course, as a podcast. Kelly McDonald here with Grant Hardy.
0: All right, on the chatty bookshelf, as we do at this time every Friday, we chat all things audiobooks with Ryan Huey.
2: Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? I'm Ryan Hui. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, where we talk audiobook trends, news, and author interviews. Ah, so true. I remember my just
0: drawers and drawers full of tapes and braille books with audiobooks, and now it literally just all fits in my pocket. I dig that. Hey, Ryan, happy Friday, and uh, welcome to the program.
2: Hello to you both. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Doing, Excellent. doing good with...
1: Good with yeah, these. Friday thanks vibes. for having me
2: back. Interesting All that you right. brought
1: up the uh, cassettes and, and, and well, you didn't bring up the CDs, but I remember traveling in Toronto on the subway with a CD so I could read my uh, an audio book and feeling so privileged. And unfortunately, I do remember the days traveling enough with a few cassettes. I remember going to the gym and working out on the treadmill and having to change cassettes while I was working out and, and stopping, putting my legs on either side, flipping it over, then putting it back on my belt, but, well, <laughs> my track pants, you know, and having to keep pulling them up because the, the walkman would what? start pulling.
2: What's that? Oh, that's that's so funny because so I shouldn't say this, but one of my prized possessions came into the Windsor CNIB office about a year ago. And I've been sitting on this for quite some time and it is a cassette. However, it's read by a volunteer and you can literally hear them light up a cigarette during the, oh. during the and you can you can oh. hear them oh. cough and take a drink and it I don't want to get rid of it I don't even know what book it is I I, I just I don't even have a cassette oh. player I'm just like it sits on my desk and it's it's just a testament to how far we've come really yep. because it yeah. was like and that was that was allowed and it was like oh this is great I could only I could only imagine in the 80s and 90s yeah this oh, is man. this is what we have and this is hey great this is this is it but i just uh i i can't well, you would laugh too how many cassettes
1: right? a book would take right yeah, like I, you'd I, have I... these booklets you'd open and it'd be like 12 cassettes in there uh, i don't remember if they were i think they were generally an hour because <laughs> the 90s would stretch and it would be ridiculous and and those were four tracks because we had the four track playing mm-hmm. machines back then and you'd fall asleep listening have to wake up and rewind to click. Let's see. Is that where I was? No, rewind. Click. Was that where I was? And what a process and how time consuming.
2: Right. And then it's a, you'd have to figure out which one is which, you know, Hey, is this, is this cassette four of 19? And is this even the right book? But oh, it's so funny that you guys brought this up. I love, I love it. The trip down memory lane, but you know, one of the big trends that have kind of been in, in the, audiobook and ebook world is something called Fantasy Frenzy. Have you guys heard of this before? I don't think so. No, not heard of fantasy. No? So it's really interesting. No, go ahead. It's really interesting, though, because what is is dubbed fantasy books now, there's one kind of, we'll say, subgenre that's taking over, and it's taking over in a big way. So it's been the top sort of selling or top downloaded genre of anywhere for the last four years. And it's interesting. It's a fantasy mixed in with a little romance. And what's interesting to me is that they've sort of created this for young women aged 18 mm-hmm. to we'll say 35 is what the what the, the stats were. But I can tell you that I'm even buying these and I'm not in that category. There's other males that have – Posted on there um, in their Goodreads, hey, this is a great book, and they're 45 year old men, so it's not just made for one. And that's what I kind of love about this fantasy frenzy is that, yeah, it's kind of made for, dare I say, you know, the young adult mm-hmm. section, and even a little bit more specific. But we're coming through with even more, and I, I like hmm. it. And it's it's been four years running strong. Could you imagine that four years ago that we're like, okay, maybe this is the this is a fad so to speak as we've talked about like audiobooks are for everybody and they've been sticking around but now we have this gauntlet of fantasy right
0: it's funny because that was literally what i was thinking when you started to bring this in is it's four years it's been four years since the world got a little bit scary and weird i can kind of see people wanting something to just preserve some realness you know but at the same time kind of take people out of their world and into another mm. world so it kind of makes sense yeah i
1: i wonder ryan because i'm a person who's never liked fantasy books and i sometimes think i straddle you know lion witch in the wardrobe harry potter do they fall under the mm. uh, hunger yeah. games all these things that you know even down to the to the witcher right i start saying okay well hold on here to kind of get a hold on which is warlocks and so on. Um, but we know they're not all about that. There's the crossover where you may have modern time stuff and have some um witchcraft and 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 it crosses over. But the one thing I've I've always thought is there does seem to be, as you see with police procedure books, now there's the hmm. the category where you have a lot of police officers that are female, told by their version. Um, younger, um, yeah, okay, but a lot more private detectives or lawyers that are that are following criminology. And I liken that to this, a category where you don't necessarily have to have protagonists that are female, but have a more of that kind of feel that would attract that audience.
2: No, and I think you're right. And what I really like about this is, and I hate to say it, but I'm getting into the TikToks, I'm getting into the book talk, and all these other things that are going on because you you can just see who is getting into these books, and it's not the traditional. Hey, this was made for one group. That's it. That's all we have, and that's that's the way we have to have it, and it's that's the proper way because it's so subjective. It's so. This is what we want to like, and this is what we don't. This is not what you have to like. There's no we. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. It's all encompassing, and I like that. And there's been a little bit of a passing the torch because there's been some heavy hitters. Obviously, there's always the the books that you know you you come to you come to love within the fantasy, like you've talked about the Harry Potter's, the 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 big time books, and all this stuff. But I, I think that what what's really getting involved is you're getting more in pushed. I don't want to say into the fantasy world, maybe out of it, because there's a mix. Like I said, you never you never had the the romance until you had the uh the twilight, right? And now it's all right. of a sudden yep. now it's all yep. of a sudden that's built this this thing that's become so lovable and so great for everybody to kind of get involved. And it doesn't matter who you are, and it doesn't matter what you like or what you don't like, because when you go into it, you're gonna find something that you like. It's interesting. What are the... Um
0: Go ahead, Grant. Oh, yeah. You mentioned there were some uh, heavy hitters. What are some examples of heavy hitters?
2: So this one's been the top for quite some time, but it's looking to pass, uh, pass the torch. A Court of Rose and Thorns by Sarah J. Moss and and her Crescent City are looking to move over a little bit, but they've been the top for so, so long, for years and years and years. Now there's some new ones that are coming up. Emperin, Rebecca Jaro Jaros is the new one and this is interesting because they came out over a year ago and it's got millions of downloads whether it's ebooks or audiobooks however the third book in this or sorry the second book in this series came out just a month sorry I was right the first time it was the third book came out just a couple of weeks ago and it's got over 100 150 000 downloads so i'm assuming it's it's mostly audiobooks in this but it's also ebooks and it's just it's blossoming into something and that's that's Two weeks and it's selling like that. Holy smokes! Like wow. yeah, and, sign, and, and right? first yeah. book
1: still selling well because it's interesting exactly. when people start hearing something. And I I always wonder about the mechanism put in place selling creating because if you know your series or books whatever you want to call it, maybe they're not even necessarily connected. I don't I don't I can't speak to this particular one, but that's the smart marketing, isn't it? If you know I've got the idea, yeah. we're going to make four books out of this, and I'm going we're going to release them for you know a year apart. And the buzz starts in the second year, maybe almost near the end of it. You're going to get a, a literally the frenzy is going to happen, isn't it?
2: Well, my downfall is, you know what, I will find a book and I'll listen to it a week as it comes out and it's like, I got to wait that whole year. It's like, oh my God, and I think yes. it would die down. Oh, yeah. I think the want and the need would die down, but it just grows because they toss <laughs> out these teasers, they toss out this, other authors are like, hey, have you done this? Have you read or listened to this? Yes, I have. Now, come on, give me the second book already. Yeah, and because there's no willpower to wait and read a series no, together. Not. No way and you'd think and you'd think and and you know what all of it you know we have the attention span of what three minutes now that's why <laughs> well I, I, I if you're watching
1: TikTok, us. i would say a minute oh <laughs> even though rum has corrected me there are 10 oh, minute man. videos now so you got to be in between
0: yeah uh, ten, 10 minute videos on TikTok. I tock i don't know can people
2: handle that i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't think so come on if you're used to a minute I, like that would be an eternity
2: <laughs> right no, and, and that's that's kind of what I, I wonder because I'm re- I'm reading a book right now and it's 15 hours and I've been just blowing through it and I, I can't stop. I really can't stop because it's about 15 hours or so and it's just, I, I, I do at least a couple hours each day. Um,
1: uh, Do you have books that you pick up and I am a little off topic. I don't want to railroad this, but uh, you can answer this as long or short as you railroad want. Me. But Let's are, do it. There, are <laughs> there books that you have trouble getting through whether it's four hours or 15 hours because i find if something doesn't hit the right rhythm for me and i I can't necessarily describe what oh is there enough killings is there enough action is uh, (laughs) it written well enough is there enough cool care i can't tell you what it might be because i could never predict when it's going to happen um there are books and it could be narrator related could be just the subject do you have that struggle sometimes or for ryan hui Do you take that book and are able to read it generally with an average zealous, not necessarily like this 15-hour one?
2: That's what I love about the audiobook world. It's not just one thing that you love or that you hate or that you hate to love about a a book or a series. And that makes you—I could, on a whim, just go pick up something on Audible right now and probably love it, maybe even hate it. A little bit but uh, you know what it's interesting because i love to hate those characters that you love in the book right you oh, i, God, I yes. find myself yeah i find myself just looking at it i'm like oh i hate that guy so much in this book but i i'm, I'm talking about him and that's probably why i'm a new york yankees fan not to bring the sports talk back but it's like <laughs> i love the hate i love the hate of all these you know what I mean, and I, it's just that's what I find in my audiobook world too. It's it's just you have all of these things kind of coming together, and you have a just a a a big mixing bowl, and it's everything is just going great, and or going badly, but it makes it great, and that's kind of what so, I love about the audiobook world.
0: Yeah, sometimes there's nothing better than reading a book with someone that you hate and they love, so that you can love to hate on their favorite book, you know, you can kind of
2: kick it out with them. Uh, I love being a part of book clubs. And it's just like, I know the the buttons to press. It's like, you know what? Okay. You you can, and it doesn't take much (laughs) and you can just push those buttons and and you see the love and the passion for something that I don't necessarily love, but it comes out of a friend or a family member. And they're like, you shouldn't be reading that. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, here we go. You've, you've done it. I'm wrapped. And it's, you said four words to me.
0: Uh, super super quick, less less than a minute left. Uh, would you say you dig this this genre overall?
2: I didn't think I did, but I think I do, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love because it's a, and it changes. You know what? Next month it might not be this, uh, and I can't say that because it's been four years strong. But for me personally. But I, I, think, guys, I just want to give a shout out to before because I know we got to go. But I have a special guest coming in, and I don't want to tease too much. But uh, he's got a great podcast. Go listen to the Uncharted podcast. Uh, you can find it. It's Music Murder in the in, Mayhem, Murder in the Music Industry, and just listen to it because we got him coming by to, next week to talk all about his podcast.
1: Yeah, and All I won't right, spill man. because I had uh, a wonderful opportunity to listen to this gentleman uh, as a speaker at my last broadcast school uh, alumni uh, when we were celebrating that he, he was one of the guest speakers. So it'd be wonderful to have him next week on the show.
0: Sounds like we've got a lot of reading and listening to do this weekend. Thanks for coming on, man.
2: Guys, shout out, 17 degrees in Windsor. Holy smoke. Oh,
0: here, yes, I've been bragging about our
2: 14
0: Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. I don't want to hear that in D.C. with our, like, out four here, degrees outside.
2: Swing <laughs> 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 that gateway open, guys.
0: All wow. right, guys. Ryan Huey joining us every Friday to talk all things audiobooks on the Chatty Bookshelf.
1: When and we return in two minutes. Very much so. (laughs) We'll get you out into your weather, folks, whatever it may be, good or bad. We have a couple more segments to go. Up next, let's revisit and weigh in on uh, subjects, conversations from the past week. We call it Cut for Time. We'll get to it in about two minutes. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute.